Get ready for biblical preaching and teaching. I am Pastor Adam Bigelow. Isn't it time to get unstuck? This is the Reaching Forward Podcast. Reading that again, Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. One afternoon, a man went to his doctor and told him he hasn't been feeling well. You know, headaches and lethargic. I'm tired all the time. So the doctor examined him, left the room, and he came back with three bottles of pills. The doctor said, take first the green pill with a big glass of water when you wake up. And the man's like, okay. And then he said, take next the blue pill with a big glass of water when you eat lunch. The man said, okay. And then the doctor said, just before you go to bed, take the red pill with another big glass of water. Startled to be put on so much medicine, the man kind of stammered. He said, Doc, what, what do I have? What's my problem? And the doctor said, you're not drinking enough water. <laughs> I'd like to preach on the thought of a message this morning. God laid it up on our heart uh, a couple days ago, maybe yesterday, I don't know, but it's been on our heart. I'd like to preach on the thought of a message, prescription strength, prescription strength. And so when Jesus in Matthew chapter 4, he He was led up of the Spirit of God into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And the Bible said when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights. That's a long time, okay? I fast between meals, right? And that's a long time. You ever eat food and then you're like, I'm starving. And you ate like a few hours ago. Well, try 40 days and 40 nights, no food. And the Bible said... Rightly so. Afterward, he hungered. I mean, he could have gone to the buffet and cleaned it out, right? And then the tempter came to him. You know, he always comes to us when we're down, right? Man. The tempter came to him and said, If thou be the Son of God, command these stones be made bread. I wonder if there was some stone that looked like some French pain, right? Some bread. And uh, maybe some Cuban loaf or like some Puerto Rican bread. Big old loaf of bread. And Jesus is like, oh, that would make a nice hot. I don't even need butter on that, right? Fresh bread. You don't need nothing on it. But it said Jesus had an answer. He said something. It is written. Man shall not live by bread alone. You know, there's a lot of needs that we have in life. But Jesus said, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And the devil said he continued to press Jesus to do things. So what would be wrong for Jesus to make bread out of the rocks? Well, there's one thing. You see, Jesus didn't come to serve himself. 
He came to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. He didn't come to show off and he didn't come to take care of himself. And the devil was trying to say, hey, you need some me time. You need to take care of yourself. You know what? I'm thankful that Jesus came for me. That's me, not himself. But the Bible said that Jesus said it is written. And that's what we want to look at today. What's a prescription? What's a prescription anyway? Well, the word prescription comes from two words. Pre or pray, P-R-A-E, and scribere, to write. That means it's written before. So if you go to a doctor, the doctor writes you out something that you can't read anyway, right? But it's like a bunch of like, and you take that to a pharmacist, and they can somehow make sense of what the doctor said. And then they give you a bottle, and it gives you directions on it, right? Some medicine. So the word of God is also called... Scripture. It's called scripture, like a prescription. And guess what? It's already been written down. It is a prescription. It was written down before we were born. It was written down before our parents were born. And you said, well, pre- have you ever lost your prescription before? You like, you get the little scrap of paper, you stick it in your glove box with the Taco Bell napkins, and then you get to the doctor's office or the pharmacy rather, and you're like, oh no, where to go? It went down between the seats. Now, my daughter bought some stuff yesterday, and I said, honey, don't open it in the car. Little toys, right? Little plate and spatula for the little kitchen. Sure enough, she ripped it open. Where did the little plate and the spatula go? Between the seats. And then up behind the seat where I couldn't get it, and I had to, like, break a piece off my car to get this little piece of plastic. $40 piece of car. Little plastic plate. It's it's very important, right? Car's old anyway. We got it. Okay. Well, I'm really thankful that, you know, say, oh, preacher, I lost my prescription. That I'm thankful. Now, I've got the Bible online, or I've got the Bible uh, on my iPad. So it's a digital Bible. But do you know if you lose your prescription, the scriptures, there are plenty of copies of the scriptures in the world. You know how many copies of the Bible have been sold? It's a guess, but it's under Guinness Book of World Records. It's the most sold book in history. Five billion copies. They say that some people have ten copies. Does anyone have more than one copy? I have more than one copy of the Bible at my house. If I lose one, I can have another. If I lose that, my wife's got a copy. My daughter actually has a full King James Bible with kid cartoons kind of on the front. But brethren, there's billions of copies. If you lose your prescription, brother, Sister, there's plenty more to go around. God wanted his word disseminated so that everybody could see what the word of God had for them. It says all scripture, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. That means to teach the word of God will profit our life. You know that the word of God has good things for you, not bad things. And the Bible says for reproof, for correction, you know, sometimes God says, hey, you're walking down the wrong street. That's the way to go to the blessing. And you know, a lot of times we don't like correction. I don't like it either. But you know, sometimes when you get corrected, you're like, oh, praise God. 
This works out a whole lot better. And then it says, for instruction in righteousness. Peter said that knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture, of the prescription, is of any private interpretation. So, preacher, that's just what you say. But the Bible said, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. You know, I heard someone say that man couldn't write the Bible if he wanted to. It was written by many different authors throughout a huge span of over like a thousand years. They didn't know each other. They spoke different languages. But another thing, so the Quran, one, one author, okay? The Book of Mormon, one author. The Bible, many authors. But really, they were breathed into by the Spirit of God. That's why it all agrees. It's not full of contradictions like people say, but it's one prescription for you and for me. The Bible said that they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Well, you know another reason man wouldn't write the Bible? Man wouldn't write the Bible if he could. Why would you write something that condemns you and puts you in need of a Savior? You know, that's not the way that we are. We like to say, I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm okay. It's like it's like this or it's like that. But the Bible said, for what saith the scripture? That's what's written. Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. So what I'm sharing is that a prescription is something that is written down. Why do you need to get a prescription anyway? We're preaching on prescription strength. Have you ever felt unwell? A prescription means strong medicine given by a doctor. And I know some other physicians, uh, you know, nurse practitioners and others, physicians assistants might be able to prescribe. But basically, a doctor has to give you a prescription because it's strong. So why would I get a prescription? Well, I think, wouldn't it make sense? We get a prescription... Because we've tried everything we can, because doctors cost money, right? We try all the off-the-shelf ibuprofen. We've tried all the off-the-shelf rub-in, and we've tried the internet hacks on trying to fix our big problem, and it didn't grow better, but like the woman with the issue of blood, she grew worse. You know, when we get to a point where we've tried everything, and I'm not talking about ibuprofen at Walmart. Brethren, there's a lot of off-the-shelf remedies that mankind has tried. And one of the off-the-shelf remedies, if I can just make more money, it's an off-the-shelf remedy. You know what? It doesn't work. If I can just get a, a prettier wife, or a prettier, or not a prettier husband, a more handsome dashing husband you know, you know this one I heard a story a true story about this, this, this man that said his wife didn't excite him anymore because she had gained a little bit of weight guess what we all gained weight if you don't believe it look at your driver's license photo okay we've all gained weight just in our face right that's why when you're in a zoom call look up because it makes that extra chin disappear <laughs> look up but she had her intestines removed so that she could have a smaller waist, so that she would be attractive to her husband. Uh, no. 
No, keep those intestines. You need those things to process the food. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. It's off the shelf. And if you don't think, don't think I'm crazy. People are doing that. Uh, but say, so, well, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't have poison and put it in your body, right? Why? But you would. Women do it all the time. You know what Botox is? It's a toxin. Botulism, toxin. You know, like you leave milk out and it goes. Blah, 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 blah. Well, they put that on their face to freeze their face. And you see some ladies that had so much botulism toxin that it looks like someone hit them on the back and their face froze. I mean, they got these big old lips full of all this stuff. It looks like they got stung by a bee and they were allergic. And then their faces up like this. What were they trying to be beautiful? But you know that there's a lot of stuff that, that's off the shelf and you can try it all. Brother, sister, I talked to this guy and he was on a plane with me and he was a salesman. He found out I was a preacher or a Bible school student. This is a long time ago. And so he started talking to me and he said, I made some good investments. And he said, I'm set financially. I made some good investments. I built my dream house. That's another off the shelf if I get my dream house. And he said, I got my old truck. So he had his car, guy, a man in his truck is a beautiful thing. He had his truck. I think his kids were in college. You know, he had all of the bases. You know, what he, you know what he asked me? He said, but what now? But what now? He had taken all these things off the shelf. He wasn't satisfied. He said, there's something missing from my life. He didn't want me to tell. He said, I know you're going to say I need God or something like that. That's exactly what I was going to say because he knew it. He said it. He wouldn't allow me to say it, but he knew that he needed God. He knew that there was something this world could not give. And what God said, if he gives it to us, the world could not take it away. He needed prescription strength. Jesus, you know that I'm thankful that when Jesus comes into your life, man, whether you have a house or don't have a house, brother, you can shout and have joy that I'm thankful that when Jesus comes, he just doesn't give us something to mask the symptoms. You know, when man sinned in the Garden of Eden, he started taking all the off the shelf. You know, a lot of times that's how people want to do it. Say, how you doing? Well, I'm okay. When man sinned, what'd he do? He tried some off-the-shelf cover-up. It was called fig leaves. He realized he was naked, so what'd he do? I'm going to go to Walmart and get me some fig leaves, and I'm going to cover up my nakedness. Like if you have acne, you get that stuff that like men wear it too, like mascara. Where do they put all this stuff on the acne? What does it do? Covers up your acne. You still have acne. That's why when you see a Hollywood star, they're like, oh, she's so beautiful. And then you see those like ads or whatever, those, those articles, Hollywood stars without makeup. And you're like, no, it's not even the same person. There's so much cover up, right? And they turn their head and pooch their lips. And then when you see them walk into Walmart, you're like, no, that's not even the same person. Why? Because mankind, we like to make ourselves look good on the outside. And you know, another off the shelf is an excuse. It's called blame. God said, Adam, did you eat that fruit that I told you not to eat? And he said, you see, it's like this. <laughs> you ever heard someone say, you see, it's like this. It was that woman. It was Wheezy, right? Like George Jefferson. Wheezy! It was that woman. So he took his off the shelf. Well, he goes over to Eve. Eve! What did you eat that fruit? Well, it was like this. 
She said it was that serpent and he beguiled me. You know, that has been going on that blame game and we can say it was the government or it was my boss or it was, but you know what? Those only cover up the real problem. What we need to do is get prescription strength. I don't want to cover up my sin. I need to get rid of my sin. And the only way that I found out to do that is to give my life to Jesus Christ. He is the word of God. He is the prescription strength for you and for me to make a real change. You know, it was a great change in me when I became a, became a Christian because I got hooked up with prescription strength, Jesus. The Bible said in Luke chapter 4 and verse 32, they were astonished at his doctrine for his word was with power. You know, when Jesus says something, it had power behind it. Amen. If God said that he's going to make it work, all things are working to work together for good to them, for, to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Brother, you can take that to the bank and spend it. You know that I'm thankful that uh, I, I, there was a man of God I knew. He's gone into the, to, the, to be with the Lord. His name is Pastor Davis. And he bought a church building. He didn't have any money. He had no money. And he had to put a down payment, right? He wrote a check and he gave it to the real estate guy. And he told the real estate guy, don't spend this. Don't cash it, right? It's not going to, it's going to bounce, right? Don't spend it. But what, he got the building anyway. Well, how did he get the building? G-O-D. See, there's a strength of God that's bigger than money, that is greater than the powers of this world. And you say, well, I know it had to cost money, but the character of the man of God was greater than a piece of paper with some Benjamins. God can do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. He is prescription strength. The word of God, the Bible said it's quick. He's alive, but he's powerful. The word of God is prescription strength. You know, that's why you have to go to a doctor, right? Because they give you powerful medicine. It's powerful to change your life. It's powerful to make you into a new creature. It's powerful that old things would be passed away. And that old things would become new. And all things would become of God. Because of prescription strength. The Bible said that Paul said, Christ sent me not to baptize. Now we believe in water baptism. You should get baptized in water after you give your life to Jesus. That's what Jesus said. But Paul said, Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. To preach the prescription that God has for you and me. Not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. He says, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved is what? It's the power of God. The cross is God's prescription strength. I want one more thing. If my wife would come to the piano. How does a prescription work? Have you ever seen the, prescri- uh, the, the symbol R? And then the outer leg of the R has a, a line through it? It's like, what does that mean? I looked it up. I had no idea. <laughs> so the RX, it looks like an R with a cross on it. It means that the, it's an abbreviation of a word. The abbreviation comes from the first word in a medieval prescription. 
which is Latin, and the word is recipe. Recipe, it means to take. You see, a prescription is no good unless you take it. And then that's exactly, I get all these medicines. Well, medicines in the cupboard are no good. You need to have medicines inside of you or rubbed into you. But medicine has to make contact with you for it to work. And it's so true. The cross, I like that. The R has a cross down the leg. You know what? The cross of Jesus Christ is an abbreviation of God's prescription strength medicine. That's why we have a cross in the church. And we don't have a big painting of blood, do we? But we have a cross. Because let me tell you about the blood and the cross. You see, the blood will forgive you of your sin. But not just the blood. The blood can give us healing. But the Bible said in Colossians 1 and 20, and having made peace through the blood of his cross. It's more than just the blood. It's the cross. And let me give you an illustration. Say there's something in your life that you want to change. Well, the blood will forgive you of everything. Say in a factory, right? You've got all these things in your life that you've produced, whether they were bad thoughts or bad actions. You know what the blood will do? It'll wipe out all of those things and you'll get forgiveness by his blood. You know what the problem though with the factory is? After you've wiped out your inventory, guess what happens the next day? You produce more of the same thing. You see, the blood will forgive you. The blood will wash away all of your sins. That's not, we need more than the blood. We need the blood of the cross. You see, because you know what the cross will do? The cross will will shut down your factory. And you won't be producing those old sins anymore. Because you'll be a new creature. And you won't produce those old thoughts anymore. You'll say, wait a second, that's not me. I'm a new creature. I've been born again by the Spirit of God because of the cross. It crossed out my old life. It crossed out my old power. The Bible said this, I'm crucified with Christ. That's what, that's the prescription. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but it said what? Christ liveth in Me, that's the prescription. And the life which I now live in the flesh, not in heaven, but down here. I live by the faith of the son of God who loved me and he gave himself for me. And then he said this, I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. You know, the grace of God is like that sugar that they put into the medicine so it's easier to swallow. The love of Jesus Christ, the grace of Jesus Christ, the mercy of Jesus Christ. That's the sugar that shows us, hey, we can take this medicine because God loves us and God will change us. And, and before we find a place to pray, I, have you ever had a check engine light in your car, but you didn't have the money to fix it? <laughs> you know, there's a cheap way to fix your check engine light, right? You go get some electrical tape. You cut a little piece of it off with the scissors and you stick that black electrical tape right over that light, right? So that doesn't bother you anymore. But you know we can do that. But it doesn't change us. (laughs) It just covers up the check engine light. It's still gotta get fixed. But you know that this morning, there's a God. 
and there's prescription strength medicine in the cross and in the blood and he's available for us and available for our life and if you've tried all the stuff off the shelf there's one more thing and his name is Jesus and his death on the cross there's healing through his stripes we're healed and by his cross brethren there's a recipe there's so many recipes I haven't gotten to them there's a recipe for peace in the Bible the Bible says that we don't have to be careful, but in everything by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God. That passes all understanding will keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Even in inflation and even in election season and even in all these other things, there's a peace that comes from God's prescription. But ultimately it's through the cross. Let's, let's find a place to pray. Your heads bowed, our eyes are closed. These altars are open. The prescription God has is for you. Come and receive something from the Lord. These altars are a place where we can lay down our cares, our worries. And don't worry about being the first one to the altar. Someone's waiting for you to go so they can go too. Father, have your way. Speak to our hearts. Encourage us to get prescription strength. Have you got prescription strength today? God is available. Prescription strength. His name is Jesus calling him today. He's available for you. Time has come Still